नमो विष्णुपादाय कृष्णपृष्ठा भूतले निर्विशेषा शून्यवादी पाश्चातिणे जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु नित्यानंद प्रभु नित्यानंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधरा श्री अद्वैत गदाधरादी गौर भक्त वृंदा नमो महावदान्याय नमो महावदान्याय कृष्ण प्रेम प्रदायते कृष्ण प्रेम प्रदायते कृष्णाय कृष्ण चैतन्य कृष्णाय कृष्ण चैतन्य नामने गौरत्षे नम ब्रह्मण्य देवाय नमो ब्राह्मण्य देवाय गो ब्राह्मण हिताय चो ब्राह्मण हिताय चगदिताय कृष्णाय जगदिताय कृष्णाय गोविंदाय नमो करुणा सिंधो हे कृष्णा करुणा सिंधो दीन बंधो जगतपते गोपेश गोपिका कांता गोपेश गोपिका कांता राधा कांत नमोस्तुते कांचन गौरांगी तप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानु सुते देवी वृषभानु सुते देवी प्रणमामी हरि प्रिय प्रणमामी हरि कल्पतरुभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतीतना पावनेभ्यो पतीतना पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नम वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नम 
हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा कृष्ण कृष्णा हरे हरे कृष्ण कृष्णा हरे 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 राम हरे रामा हरे रामा हरे रामा राम रामा हरे हरे राम called this particular chapter is called karma yoga action in krishna consciousness so this particular chapter deals with how do we actually understand the practical aspects of karma yoga and the ultimate goal of karma yoga is what is explained in this particular chapter so arjuna had this uh, confusion and he had asked this question that which is better whether should i work or should i completely give up work or should i work with devotion because uh, krishna has mentioned both in the previous chapters so he wanted more clarity and that's what krishna said that actually uh, working with detachment is good but at the same time devotional work is much better and easy so devotional activities are, are very pleasing and ultimately both of them they give the same result so whether you path you follow the path of karma yoga or you follow the path of uh, the direct devotional service the goal is the same the processes may have differences and diversity but the ultimate goal is the same is what krishna has explained uh, now krishna is further going to explain some more very nice points very few uh, nice things that has explained in the next upcoming shloka so let's discuss we have covered until verse number 5 and uh, how krishna has said in verse number 5 sankhya yoga pratak balah pravadanti na panditah ekam api astitah samyag ubayor vindate phalam so pratak balah some people are there who are very childish and they don't take up to this devotional service they rather keep on speculating so many things and they are busy with the sankhya analytical study of the vedas but here krishna is going to explain the meaning of sanyasa today is very nice verse verse number 6 so i request hina uh, mata ji to unmute and let's chant this verse number 6 today so let's chant verse number 6 let me display that on the screen and let's all together chant this shloka so hina mata ji you are ready yes yes prabhu good सन्यासस्तु महाबाहो सन्यासस्तु महाबाहो दुःखं माप्तुं मयोगतः दुःखं माप्तुं मयोगतः योगयुक्तो मुनिर्ब्रह्मा योगयुक्तो मुनिर्ब्रह्मा नचिरेणादि गच्छति Let's do this once again. Sanyasastu mahabaho. Sanyasastu mahabaho. 
Wonderful. Please read the translation by yourself. Unless one is engaged in the devotional service of the Lord, mere renunciation of activities cannot make one happy. These, the sages, purified by works of devotion, achieve the supreme without delay. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. So, here very clearly it is said, unless one is engaged in devotional service of the Lord, mere renunciation of activities cannot make one happy. So everybody is actually trying to become happy, but you will not become happy if you are not engaged in devotional service. And Krishna is saying here, Dukkham Aptum Ayogataha. So very interesting uh, shloka. So let's understand some details about this shloka. It's very important to know this particular shloka. Many people many times misunderstand that what is Krishna trying to say here? He's talking about sannyasa. Sannyasa means actually giving up all the work. Nyasa. See, it is said, sannyasa, sannyasa tu mahabaho. Nyasa means giving up, to give up something. Sannyasa means actually to give up all the things which are not related to Krishna. That is actually sannyasa. So many times people have this misunderstanding or the contemporary understanding of sannyasa means that just wearing those orange robes, saffron robes and then uh, having some big long hairs and then long beard and then you go to some forest or Himalayas and then sit under a tree or near the bank of some river and then you do some tapasya. So generally this is the conventional understanding. Many people have that sannyasa means that you have to give up everything. Yes, it has to be given up. But what has to be given up is actually all those things which are not related to Krishna is supposed to be given up. So here sannyasa doesn't mean that you have to change your attire. No, that is not a meaning. Sannyasa means even being in your own particular ashrama, whether you are a brahmachari, you are a grihastha, vanaprastha, you can still become a sannyasi. How is that? Because if you are already executing things which are related to Krishna, then we are also sannyasis. We have given up all the materialistic things. I am a grahastha, but I have given up everything that is not related to Krishna. Then we are also sannyasa. So, this is a very important thing that we should know. So, what we are supposed to give here is all the things which are not related to Krishna, Nyasa, give up all those things. But what we have to get attached to is Sat, Sat, Sanyasa, give up all the materialistic things and you have to get attached to what? Sat, Sat means eternal, that which is always eternal. We have to get attached to that eternal thing. Who is eternal? I am eternal and Krishna is eternal. So, a sannyasi is one who is always seeking for eternal things. He is always seeking for truth. You know, one of the quality of truth, satya, is it is always eternal. If anything is 
temporary if certain words are temporary then it is not it is not truth the words of the bhagavad gita is actually absolute truth why we call it as truth because these words are non changing based on time place circumstances the words of bhagavad gita will not change it will have its effect all throughout the time place circumstances so we should understand this we should be interested in sat that is what a sanyasa does sanyasi does so we all no matter irrespective of our grihastha ashrama whatever ashrama we are in we are actually we should be seeking truth that which is always eternal many times you know we have this uh, you know when somebody passes away in the family then uh, while carrying the dead body people chant this ram naam satya hai ram naam satya hai right everybody says that ram naam is the only thing that is satya satya means what actually it is truth so actually the holy names of the lord is truth it is very powerful it is satya it is absolute truth but what happens is we chanted only at the last moment when everything is gone dead and gone then we chant these names ram naam satya at least to remind people why we chant is at least to remind the people around that yes everything is actually temporary what is real truth is the holy name of god your devotional activity this body is nashwar it will die one day so to remind all the people that the body is temporary everybody chants ram naam satya hai in fact i think there was this one video that i have seen a very funny video where there was this smoking zone and everybody used to come and take the cigarettes from a particular rack and then they light up and then they you know they smoke so once what they did was they actually fitted this audio so whenever somebody takes the cigarette then there is an announcement made ram naam satya hai so when somebody takes a cigarette and there used to be this audio ram naam satya many people used to get scared so some people used to hesitate to smoke after listening to that particular audio you know then some people used to just throw the cigarette and run away from there just by listening to that audio you know somehow this ram naam satya this particular uh, word this sentence is connected to that so many people are very fearful fearful of this particular statement ram naam satya it reminds them of death so in a way it is good at least they will uh, give up all these nonsensical things by remembering the god but you should know that how only when people die and you know they are about to be buried or they are supposed to be burned then they call ram naam satya hai actually ram naam is satya but it is not just to remember the lord during that time of death but it is also to remember the lord all the time so that we can attain the supreme sat we are supposed to enter into that eternal world right that is what sanyasa means sanyasa means to actually get connected to that original sat but many people don't understand that. many people are fearful of sanyasis or sometimes when people take up sanyasa or they give up all the materialistic things the so called not so called actually the materialistic people they think that oh what is this person doing they actually have pity on these people who take up devotional service many people when they take up nice service at the temple or they are doing a lot of seva the materialistic people they become very disturbed they become very 
सॉरोफुल एंड दे हैव पिटी ऑन दी सन्यासी जैसे सच अ नाइस पर्सन ही वॉज सपोज टू एंजॉय लाइफ एंड वेरी एंगेज ही गेव अप ऑल इज एंजॉयमेंट मेनी पीपल थिंक लाइक दैट इनफैक्ट वेन आई ज्वाइन द टेम्पल आई रिमेंबर वन ऑफ माई रिलेटिव You know what they said? They passed this comment. They said that such a nice person, this fellow, his life is wasted now. They said that whole life he wasted. Why? Because he has given up all the enjoyment. So according to them, sense enjoyment, this materialistic enjoyment is all in all. So many people think that when you give up something and you become a sannyasi, of course not everybody is becoming sannyasi. When you become a devotee. so materialistic people think they oh he's now stopped from all the enjoyment he cannot enjoy his life actually that is a foolish thinking you know why that is a foolish thinking because nobody can give up enjoyment a sanyasi or a devotee actually has a higher standard of enjoyment so when you get a higher standard of enjoyment you automatically give up all the lower standards of enjoyment right so people cannot understand that nobody can give up enjoyment please understand this even devotees even sanyasis the spiritualists are not foolish they are getting higher pleasures of getting connected with krishna so that spiritual pleasure is what keeps them alive and always joyful right but materialistic people think oh my god he cannot enjoy now she cannot enjoy now see this kind of mentality people have when they hear about sanyasa sanyasa so, is giving up things definitely but it is not giving up enjoyment sanyasa doesn't mean that you have to give up enjoyment it's only that you give up lower enjoyment and you get higher spiritual standard wonderful spiritual standard of enjoyment that is what is actual sanyasa right and it requires why krishna is saying mahabhav referring arjuna as mahabhav sanyasastu mahabhav because it takes courage to give up all the materialistic things especially all the things that we are enjoying right now it takes a lot of courage so when you have that conviction to give up this materialistic enjoyment then automatically you can have a chance of enjoying the higher standards of life but many people don't want to actually they want to uh, remain in the same materialistic way of leading the so called happy life and sanyasi also doesn't mean that he is a lazy person many people have this idea that oh these are all you know escapists these uh, devotees or the sanyasis because they don't want to take responsibilities in life so they are escaping from the responsibilities and they are going away so that is the idea that many people have in fact in the 6th chapter the very first verse uh, this is uh, nicely explained by krishna He says that Sri Bhagavan Huvacha Anashtitak Karma Falam Karyam Karma Karotiya Sasanyasi Cha Yogi Cha Na Niragnir Na Chakriya Ha, which means Krishna is saying that the blessed Lord said, one who is unattached to the fruits of his work and one who works as he is obligated in is in the renounced order of life and is a true mystic. not he who lights no fire and performs no work which means a sanyasi doesn't mean that he will not perform any work he will perform a lot of work in fact prabhupada you can see his whole life although a sanyasi he is going to different countries and preaching to the people there 
and conducting uh, so many programs, conducting marriages. In fact, a sannyasi is not supposed to do. The traditional sannyasis in India never did this. Actually, the traditional sannyasis will not step outside of in India. For them, Bharata Bhumi is their Karma Bhumi, their Bhakti Bhumi, everything is here only. The traditional sannyasis, they don't want to step outside, they don't want to go abroad. Actually, they don't. It is said that the sannyasi should not step outside Bharata Bhumi. But Prabhupada did that. Why? Because the compassion that he had for the world and all the materialistic people in the Western world. You see? So, out of compassion, he had to do all this. But a traditional sannyasis, they are not supposed to even light fire. Sannyasis are not supposed to cook their own food. In the traditional uh, Vedic system, the sannyasis always will go to the uh, house to house, householders, and they beg from the grihasthas. A sannyasi will not cook his own food. They will go, beg, and whatever they get, they will eat. If they get it, it's fine. If they don't get, they will not eat. So that is how they used to sustain themselves. So here Krishna is saying, you cannot do that. We will not be not that you know traditional thing that we will not cook and we will not go to abroad. No, it's not like that. Prabhupada, in fact, he went, he cooked nice prasadam for all these people and made them devotees. He used to cook. He had that if you when we visit Vrindavan next time we will see Prabhupada's quarters and there is this uh, uh, multi-layered pressure cooker Prabhupada had. So he used to keep the dal, rice and sabji everything in one and then he used to cook and he used to distribute uh, as prasadam to all the devotees who used to come. So you see this is a process, a sannyasa. So it doesn't mean that stop working, it actually means we are supposed to work for Krishna. Not that give up work. We are not lazy bugs. We are not supposed to become lazy bugs. And that is what Krishna said in the previous chapter. What did he say? Atishtutishta Bharata. Oh Arjuna, wake up, get up now and then fight. So there is no question of being laziness, of being lazy. So this kind of laziness is not encouraged, uh, especially to the devotees of uh, uh, Krishna and anybody who follows Bhagavad Gita. You have to first give up your laziness. You always have to be active. That's the sign of life. Being active is the sign of life. Because a dead person cannot act. In fact, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur Maharaj says that a dead man cannot preach. So if you are not preaching, then you are a dead man. So all of you in your own capacities have to speak about the Bhagavad Gita. Whatever you learn, you have to speak it to others. Correct, incorrect, what, to what degree it is correct doesn't matter. What you speak is very important. You have to spread this knowledge of the Bhagavad Gita. Extremely important. That is what Krishna is expecting from all of us. Right? So, this is what uh, we have to understand. Sannyasa doesn't mean that we have to give up things. No, that is a false notion. That is a false notion. In fact, we are supposed to meditate always on the Lord and the service of the Lord. Oh, this is what I'm supposed to do for Krishna today. I'm going to cook this particular thing for Krishna today. I'm going to decorate my house like this for Krishna's pleasure today. I'm going to do some nice uh, cloth dressing dresses for my Laddu Gopal today or my Krishna today or Radharani, whatever deities you have, Jagannath, Baldev, Subhadra. So every action that you do, when you think of the Lord and do it for His pleasure, then that becomes meditation. What is meditation? What is Dhyana? Dhyana means Wherever your mind is fixed, that is dhyana. But right now, where is our meditation? Our meditation is on our money. How do I earn money? Our meditation is on how much marks will I get? 
हम आवर मेडिटेशन इज ऑन हाउ मच मनी और वॉट न्यू रिलेशनशिप आई कैन मेक वेदर बिजनेस रिलेशनशिप और पर्सनल रिलेशनशिप और वॉट एवर इट इज वी कॉन्स्टेंटली मेडिटेटिंग और और मे बी देर इज सम वेब सीरीज दैट इज कमिंग अप न्यूली सो यू वॉन्ट टू फोकस ऑन द वेब सीरीज एंड कॉन्स्टेंटली मेडिटेटिंग देन यू आर थिंकिंग दैट ओके यू नो दीज आर वेरी एक्सपर्ट्स दे एंड द प्रीवियस एपिसोड इन सच अ वे दैट यू आर ऑलवेज वॉन्टिंग एंड लुकिंग फॉरवर्ड टू गो टू द नेक्स्ट एपिसोड एंड वॉच इट यू नो दे कीप दैट हुक दैट हुक टू गो टू द नेक्स्ट गो टू द नेक्स्ट गो टू द नेक्स्ट राइट सो वेन दे हैव दैट हुक इन द प्रीवियस एपिसोड देन वॉट इज हैपनिंग इज यू आर मेडिटेटिंग कॉन्स्टेंटली on that particular thing so meditation we are doing it's not that we are not meditating but you are meditating on what that is most important by meditating on all these materialistic things you will get bound more and more and you will remain in this material world but when you meditate on the words of krishna when you meditate on krishna and the holy names that meditation will elevate you right many people think that oh meditation means to be in present you know to be in present to be in present these days this statement to be in present is very overrated many times when you go to people they always talk about you know being in present nowadays this is a new thing that is emerging many people talk about no no we should be in present don't think of the future don't think of the past you should be in the present in fact uh, one you know store had this quote i had read that the future is not yet come so why worry and the past is already gone and we cannot change it so just be in present because this is what you have you know people talk like this they always talk about being in the present but we should understand that being in present is very fruitful only when you have learned lessons from the past and when you have some plans for the future your current action is actually decided by what future plans you have and what past lessons that you have learned so many people if they only think about oh being in the present it is an animalistic life because most animals they don't really worry about what has happened in the past and they don't have any future plans so we are not animals in fact every action that you perform you make a plan a future plan the very reason that you're coming and listening to this particular talk is because just right this morning when you got the message you actually oh yes there is a session you started planning i have to cook i have to do this 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 at home and then you came at 11 o'clock to attend this session so you had to plan right so human beings when you say that i want to be in present it is not that i'm going to completely give up past and i'll not plan for the future you have to take all the lessons from the past and then you have to actually focus on the present plan the future plans then your actions will have some meaning so without this meaning your present actions will be very random and very sporadic so that is what is happening today many people they work they do a lot of things being in the present but their work is actually not bringing any uh result the desired result because they are not focused they have not learned anything from the past not they have any future plans no goals right so all these things have to be understood with proper things right so krishna is saying here a very nice thing he is saying dukham aaptum ayogatah see what is that ayogatah aaptum dukham means ayogatah what do you mean understand by ayogatah yoga means what to link to connect ayogatah means to disconnect so 
अयोगतः सन्यास इफ यू एक्चुअली डू सन्यासा बट इफ इट इज नॉट रिलेटेड टू योगा यू आर कंप्लीटली डिटैच्ड फ्रॉम ऑल द मेटलिस्टिक थिंग्स बट इफ यू आर नॉट कनेक्टेड टू द सुप्रीम लॉर्ड इफ यू इन योगा देन एक्चुअली दैट विल ब्रिंग यू अनहैपीनेस वो वॉट इज दिस Actually, I am detached as a sannyasi, but still, it will bring me dukha. How? Yes, it will bring you dukha because it is ayogataha. It is not connected to Krishna. When you are delinked from Krishna, and if you are still a very nice sannyasi, oh, I have given up all the materialistic things. I don't eat rasgulla, gulab jamun, nothing. I don't watch movies. I don't watch. I don't go anywhere. I am completely detached from everything. So I am a sannyasi. You may be a sannyasi. You will not be happy. Why you will not be happy? Because you are not connected in devotional service with Krishna. I'll give you a very nice example for this. You know, you take cotton. Now, cotton is like sannyasa. Cotton is like a sannyasa. Now, you take this cotton and we make the wick. You know, this bati. That wick we make, and then if you take that cotton, make the bati, the wick, and then you light fire, what will happen to the wick? It will burn, right? It will burn like it will burn into ashes in just few seconds. Why? Because the wick is not in contact with the oil. The same wick, when you put it in the oil nicely, and then you light the fire, then what happens? The dia, the light, will nicely glow. so the cotton is like the sanyasa and the oil that you have which sustains the fire is like the yoga so if you have done all this sanyasa given giving up all the things materialistic things you have got detached from many things but if you are not connected with the yoga that is the oil then this jnana knowledge will simply burn you up without yoga you will be simply burned you will not enjoy if you want to burn this light of knowledge continuously you want to sustain it nicely then you have to be in connection with the oil the yoga please understand so this is how both sanyasa and yoga are required for a devotee that's a devotee so simply getting detached is not our principle we get detached from materialistic things but we get attached to krishna the spiritual things that is spirituality spirituality means we have to get connected to krishna today many people recently i was talking to one of my relative again so you know when i asked him what is his idea about uh, this spirituality then he said that spirituality means for me i am a spiritual person he said i am a spiritual person but spirituality means for me listening to music reading to books is what gives me peace and that is spirituality for me see and there are many other people also who think that you know i am a footballer when i hit a goal and that's the spirituality for me many people you know they drink alcohol and they will say that okay this is spirituality for me so everybody has their own idea about spirituality but spirituality means to know the spirit and the source of our spirit that is spirituality 
If you don't know yourself and if you don't know God, then where is the question of spirituality? Right? Like last time I also told you that. What is biology? When you study life, is this called biology? When you study physical laws, then it is called physics. When you study chemical chemistry, chemicals, then it is called chemistry. If you study the stars and the heavenly bodies, then it is called astronomy. So similarly, when you study the spirit soul and the, the supreme soul, that is spirituality. So you cannot give anything as spirituality. Anything cannot pass to be spirituality. Right? So this is a very important thing that we should know. So here Krishna is explaining that how you will actually become uh, very dukhi if you don't follow the devotional process. It's very important. Yoga yukto munir brahma nachirena adhi If you are engaged in devotional service then very quickly without delay. Very quickly you will get the result, the spiritual result. So, sannyasa is important, it is a very high standard of living. In fact, in spiritual life, sannyasa is required for all of us. But above sannyasa, there is yoga. So, if you only come to the point of sannyasa giving up things, but if you are not connecting with Krishna through the process of yoga, then it will only make you dukhi, it will make you unhappy, right? So it is so important to stay connected with our source. Our source is Krishna, we are coming from Krishna. As long as you are disconnected, we will be unhappy. And that's why we are not happy, dear devotees. Why are we not happy right now? The reason is because we are disconnected. When I say disconnected, actually we cannot be disconnected from the Lord because Lord is always there in this our heart as Paramatma. When I say disconnected from God, it means at the conscious level, from the mind, mentally and consciously, we are disconnected from Krishna. So that is our problem. Otherwise, Krishna is so compassionate, He is always there with us as Paramatma. We cannot at any point of time, past, present and future, we cannot be disconnected from Krishna at all. It's impossible. Krishna will always be with us. It's we who are disconnected with him mentally and consciously. That's why what are we calling this International Society for Krishna Consciousness. We are supposed to develop that Krishna Consciousness. Right? So, uh, above Sanyasa, there is Yoga, Bhakti Yoga. So let's chant uh, the next verse. Uma Kumar, you can unmute yourself. So let's go and chant the next verse, that is verse number 7. Okay, yes. <clears throat> Yoga Yukto Vishuddhatma. Yoga Yukto Vishuddhatma. Vijitatma Jitendriya. Vijitatma Jitendriya. Sarva Bhutatma Bhutatma. Sarva Bhutatma Bhutatma. Kurvan Napina Lipyate. Once again, Yoga Yukto Vishuddhatma. Yoga Yukto Vishuddhatma. Vijitatma Jitendriya. Sarva Bhutatma Bhutatma. 
Wonderful. So please uh, read the translation by yourself. One who works in devotion, who is a pure soul, and who controls his mind and senses, is dear to everyone, and everyone is dear to him. Though yes. always working, such a man is never entangled. Hare Krishna Guru. Thank you so much. Hare Krishna. So, so this is again a very nice verse. So verse number seven, Krishna is saying that Yoga Yukto Vishuddhatma. So Vishuddhatma means a purified soul. Who is that? So one who works actually in devotion, in bhakti, which you are already doing now to some extent because you have already started chanting. Very nice. So who is a pure soul, Vishuddhatma, and Vijitatma Jitendriya. Vijitatma means one who has controlled his mind and Jitendriya, one who has gained victory over his Indriyas, his five senses. So, such a person who has controlled his mind, who has controlled his senses, and he is a Vishuddhatma, he is a pure soul. So, such a person, Sarva Bhutatma Bhutatma. So such a person is very, very dear to everyone. Everybody likes such Vishuddhatma, isn't it? They are very pure and that purity attracts. Purity is the force. Prabhupada says, purity is the force. So, if you are having this kind of sense control, you have this mind control, you will automatically attract all the people. That is the beauty. Not just people, in fact, many people who are spiritualists, they are very self-realized, they can even control the animals. The, the animals also will not harm them. There are so many examples of great devotees where they used to be surrounded by snakes and the snakes would not bite them because they were such a great devotees. Even the snakes would have compassion. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he is a great, uh, uh, not just devotee, who acted as a devotee, but he is the Supreme Lord himself. When he used to go through the forest and he used to sing Hare Krishna Mantra, even the tigers and lions and all the animals together used to do the Sankirtan. They used to chant and dance. Even the animals used to dance. That is the power of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, when you become Vishuddhatma, automatically you will be attractive to everyone. Sarva Bhutatma Bhutatma. See, that is the beauty of devotion. It makes you very attractive. Why should we simply waste our money and time in applying this cosmetics and that cosmetic and, you know, uh, facelift and that and this and so many things that you keep doing, but ultimately we will be forced to become old, right? So instead of that, you just follow nice one, this wonderful process of bhakti. So for that, we are supposed to do what? We have to understand the Sambandha, the relationship with Krishna. So the ultimate purpose of Bhagavad Gita is what? We are supposed to actually develop a relationship with Krishna. Even before we become attractive to other people, we have to act in such a way with devotion that Krishna will get attracted to us. Once the glance, Krishna's glance falls upon us, that is when we become Vishuddhatma, just by his glance. So to get his glance, 
we have to act in devotion by acting in devotion what is happening is we are creating a sambandha we are creating a relationship with him so that is very important see many times you know there is a statement which says that in god we trust in fact in a few years ago the us dollars used to have this statement in the dollar note there used to be this statement in god we trust so yes it's good that you trust in god but the trust comes when you know the qualities of that person you know you will understand and you will trust a person only when you know that person nicely that sambandha is created for example now you have uh, uma kumar you are here so just imagine you are walking through your apartment or some place and then you see a nice uh, swimming pool and then you feel like okay i want to dive into and take a nice uh, dip into the swimming pool and then you have a lot of money in your wallet so what you do is you actually take that wallet and you want to keep it safe before you actually get into the water uma kumar nobody is there a lot of people are there around you but you don't have anybody of your family so uma kumar tell me one thing right then a stranger will come to you and he will say oh uma kumar don't worry you dive into the uh, swimming pool and uh, i will take care of your wallet will you trust such person no guru i won't i won't guruji ah thank you so much practically so practically when a stranger will come and ask you your wallet you will not actually trust to that person now just because you don't trust does it mean that the person is not honest no the person is actually very honest he has that quality of honesty so many times there are a lot of good people around they have good qualities but you will develop trust on that person only when you know that person when you have knowledge about that person right so trust develops not just by the qualities of the person but also when you know that person extremely important please understand so when people say oh yes i trust in god yes it is good but that trust actually develops only when you know god when you make an attempt to know god and that is what we are doing here sunday every session what we are trying to do is these words are actually revealing the nature of krishna so when you know what krishna wants what is krishna's quality then you will trust god why there was so much of conviction in prahlad maharaj when prahlad maharaj was thrown from the cliff of a mountain he had that conviction complete trust that yes krishna will protect me avashya avashya rakshibyo krishna when he was thrown in the prison house when he was thrown in fire when he was tried to be trampled by an elephant all these uh, different things were given to him but he had the trust in god why because he had complete knowledge about krishna when you have complete knowledge about the lord you will develop trust in that lord so trust is not so easy what to speak of the lord even if you have to trust a person you have to know that person right so only the knowledge of the person will give you that trust so this sambandha has to be developed why i am saying this because yoga yukto vishuddhatma you become yoga yuktaha only when a pure soul only when you develop the sambandha with krishna the supreme lord without that sambandha gnana without that sambandha gnana we will not be able to trust god completely it will be difficult for us right so 
it is a process that we are into and we have to take this process step by step very important so we have been developing sambandha with so many people lot of materialistic relationships that we have you know we have husband wife relationship parent child relationship we have a sibling relationship we have many many multiple relationships that we have created but most of this materialistic relationships will end even unwillingly due to the force of time it will end at one point of time right that is the power of time all these relationships will break one day we all have to disconnect ourselves get disconnected from all these relatives of ours so it's very difficult so why not have a eternal relationship and that is what krishna is actually promising us we are looking for relationships because we are seeking happiness i have told this many times before happiness comes only when there is relationship between two people when there is exchange of things exchange of ideas exchange of feelings that is when there is a lot of bonding that develops actually that is the basis of happiness the basis of love and happiness is relationship right so this relationship has to be developed now this is where we are missing we are we are thinking that i will get happy here with this materialistic relationship but it will end one day just imagine there is a mango tree on the banks of a river when there is a mango tree on the bank of a river lot of mangoes are there and when you see look at the reflection of that mango tree in the river in the water you will see oh there are so many mangoes here now you want to enjoy the mangoes the taste of the mangoes but you are very lazy to climb up the tree and get the mangoes instead you think that okay let me just dive into the water and let me enjoy the mangoes see you are lazy to climb up the tree but you want to actually dive into the water and enjoy the mangoes there in the water now you may flap your hands left right center but will you be able to enjoy the taste of the mangoes in the water you will not be able to enjoy because there is real mango but you are flapping in this ocean of material existence to get those reflections of happiness but you will not be able to taste it and that is what is happening with us we are actually spiritual beings and we have spiritual relationship with spiritual beings with krishna but instead we are here flapping our energies to get materialistic relationships so that we become happy but are we happy we are not happy most of the time we get frustrated most of the material relationships they end up in frustration and that frustration is because you are not able to relish the mango it's not that the mango is not existing in reality the mango exists in reality that happiness and love exists it's only that you are looking it in a wrong place so instead of looking for that in a wrong place you have to redirect your energies and then climb up the tree of spiritual life then you will be able to taste the spiritual pleasure the spiritual happiness and love so my dear devotees this is extremely important please uh, uh, make this point uh, very uh, internalize this point because if we don't understand this very basis of spirituality and that basis is sambandha jnana if i don't understand 
what is my relationship with krishna or if i am not trying to develop that relationship with krishna then what is the point then what is the point of reading bhagavad gita what is the point in doing so many other things that's why krishna is saying you may do sanyasa you may do a lot of activities you may give up a lot of things and become detached but if you are not in sambandha with krishna what is the point and that is what happens with uh, the mayavadi sanyasis now there are two types of sanyasis which prabhupad explains in the previous uh, purport he says that there is a vaishnava sanyasi and a mayavadi sanyasi so the mayavadi sanyasis who follow the advaita philosophy of uh, shankaracharya they read the vedanta the sharirika bhashya given by shankaracharya so they are not into any materialistic activities for them reading vedanta nyaya tarka you know always logic and reason and arguments and they are so busy churning the churning the vedas all the time but they are ayogataha they are not connected but here krishna is saying you have to become a vaishnava sanyasi because a vaishnava sanyasi he will be engaged in so many different activities preaching cooking singing dancing uh, meeting people constructing temples doing deity worship many many activities but he is yogataha he is connected in yoga with krishna so that is most important so kurvan api nalipyate you will not be entangled if you are working with devotion like this then you will be free from all types of entanglement so this is what krishna is saying in this particular verse so what is happening here sarva bhutatma bhutatma so what is happening is a devotee is one who sees every body everything in connection with krishna because what the same krishna who is in me is also in the other person is also in everything is uh, sarva vyapi right sarva sarvam swami aham swami the lord of everyone is also my lord this is how devotee sees sarva bhutatma bhutatma that is how we need to understand that we are all supposed to serve krishna nicely and develop that sambandha with krishna very very important without sambandha we will get disconnected we will get disconnected good so these are few things that we have discussed in this so next uh, there is a very nice shloka let's chant uh, the 8th and 9th shloka are together so let's chant both of these so i have uh, some live audience here so i'll ask them to sing and chant so maybe girishma is here so she can chant this particular shloka that is uh, 5.8 and uh, 5.9 i'll give to one more person naiva kinchit karomi ti naiva kinchit karomi ti yukto manye tatva ved प्रलपन विसृजन गृण उन्मिशन निमिशन अपी उन्मिशन निमिशन अपी 
ಇಂದ್ರಿಯಾನಿಂದ್ರಿಯಾಸೇಷು ಇಂದ್ರಿಯಾನಿಂದ್ರಿಯಾಸೇಷು ವರ್ತಂತ ಇತಿ ಧಾರೆಯನ್ ವರ್ತಂತ ಇತಿ ಧಾರೆಯನ್ ವಂಡರ್ಫುಲ್ ವೆರಿ ನೈಸ್ ಸೊ ಲೆಟ್ಸ್ ರೀಡ್ ದಿ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ ಸೊ ಒನ್ ಆಫ್ ಯು ಗ್ರೀಕ್ಸ್ ಮೈ ಯು ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ರೀಡ್ ದಿ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ a divine person a person in the divine consciousness although engaged in seeing hearing touching smelling eating moving about sleeping and breathing always knows within himself that he actually does nothing at all because we because while speaking evacuating receiving opening or closing his eyes he always knows that only the material senses are engaged with their objects and that he is aloof from them all right wonderful so you see here very nice words actually krishna is saying here naiva kinchit karomi ti yukto manneta tatva vit actually such a person who is in divine consciousness although he is engaged in pashyan pashyan means seeing then not just seeing shrinvan hearing sparshan touching jigran means smelling then ashnan eating then there is also gachan we you know while moving around moving about you go around here and there then not just moving around you are also swapan sleeping and dreaming and then shwasan breathing so pralapan even if he is doing some gossip he is talking to someone and doing gossip even that he may be doing a lot of things then visrajan while evacuating giving up things grinan by accepting certain things unmission unmission means opening certain things and nimishan means closing something all these different activities that we do through our body and senses he will be doing but he knows that he is aloof from them so this is very interesting to know so you may be actually seeing you may be hearing you may be smelling tasting tasting evacuating so many activities you are doing but a divine person who is a vishuddhatma he very clearly knows that i am not doing anything he is aloof i am aloof from all these things how is this possible right so now controlling the senses and the mind that we have understood in the previous session in the previous verse they are all very important yes you have to control the mind you have to control the senses but all that is like uh, the blinders that we have for the horse you know the horse when we want to move around you know they are the horses have the blinders why the blinders are kept so that it will not get distracted so in our life in our spiritual life also we need to have this blinders of mind control and sense control if you are not having this blinders of mind control and sense control then we will deviate from our spiritual that's why the very first uh, process in spiritual life is yam and niyam controlling controlling our senses so that will be act like blinders is very important you will not get distracted when you have the blinders so mind control and then sense control all are important but at the same time when the horse is having this blinders it also has that reins right connected the lagam 
घोड़े को हम लोग लगाम भी डालते हैं Why that lagam is required? It has these two lagams, you know, one left and one right. You know, when you are actually wanting to take a left turn or right turn, then you pull the lagam and it will take the left and right turn. So in our life also, we need to have these blinders of mind control and sense control, but it also needs to have the lagam. What is that lagam? This Krishna consciousness. So this Krishna consciousness. this devotional activities that krishna is mentioning here it will actually take us properly towards krishna so that activity also is important along with the blinders we need a positive direction right so this is what krishna is saying here we should know that earlier krishna is saying that okay uh, krishna is asking us to work but he is also saying that we should not think that we are doing the things it's very contradictory right atishtu tishta bharata ho arjuna get up and fight you do you perform your work but here krishna is saying that actually you are doing work but you are not doing the work you should not think that you are doing the work hey, how is this possible bhagwan keh rahe ki aapko kaam karna hai kaam karo but ye mat socho ki tum kaam kar rahe ho how is it possible Actually, I am working, right? If I am working, then I should think that I am the working. But Krishna is saying, no, you should not think like that. <laughs> it looks contradictory. It looks very astonishing that how is this possible? Yeah, I am working. Krishna is asking me to work, and then he is also saying that you should not think that you are doing the work. Very difficult, right? To think like this. But it is possible because every word. what krishna says has a meaning has a deep meaning what krishna is saying that or what we should understand is any time when we see something pashyan even before we see the lord in the heart parmatma sees it first <coughs> and there is a sanction that happens <coughs> lord has to sanction before you hear before it falls the sound vibration falls into your ear it is actually heard by the lord he sanctions in real time only when he sanctions it he, you will be able to one smelling even before you smell something krishna smells it first before eating before tasting he does it first then you will be able to get the taste of water or whatever you are eating without the interface of krishna the parmatma within the heart we will not be able to access or have an experience of this world at all right now while you are listening and seeing and seeing things around thinking all these are possible made possible only because there is a sanctioning that is happening by the parmatma at real time if we at any point disconnects he says no you cannot see this that's all you will not be able to see that more many times you may have wide eyes open eyes but you will miss out the most important thing that you are looking for it will be right in front of you but you will not see that right many times you must have experienced that it is right in front of you you are searching for certain thing a particular object it is right in front of you you look around everywhere you look in the table also but still you will not see it why because this lord has to give mattas smritir gnanam apohanam cha krishna says within the heart i give the 
matta i give the intelligence i give the knowledge i give the remembrance i give the forgetfulness also even when you forget certain things it happens because of krishna everything is happening at real time so please understand this is a big science it's a big science you cannot do any activity without the sanction of the lord so that is why what a devotee thinks is anyway krishna is sanctioning everything i should know that i am not doing anything because he will sanction and i will accept so when you know when you have this idea that krishna has to sanction only by his sanction i will be able to work when this mentality you develop that is when you will be aloof from all this activities that you are doing for example a child you know when a small child is completely surrendered to his parent the father or the mother you know whatever the father does or the mother does the child will do so if the child actually pays obeisances namaskara the child will also do if the child is uh, the father is combing his hair then the child will also do that so what is happening is he is imitating the lord he is imitating his parent and whatever the parent is giving the child to eat he will eat it he is eating but it is dependent on the parent so similarly when a devotee understands that it is only by krishna's sanction i can experience this world that is when we will become aloof you will be doing all these different activities but these activities will not bind you you know that this is only an interaction between one matter of another matter my senses are material my material senses are dealing with the material objects this is the interaction between this is the vyapara this is the business between the material sense objects and the material senses this is what a divine personality will understand this is what krishna is saying here so very very important please understand many times we miss out on this point so it's not that we have to become oh anyway krishna is doing everything he is sanctioning then i can actually kill animals and eat it no 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 anyway krishna is only nicely sanctioning so i can drink alcohol i can do all the abominable things anyway it has to happen with krishna sanctioning right so many people take advantage of this statement and they say that anyway all the wrong things i can do now because krishna is sanctioning he will sanction all those things it's not my fault see krishna only has sanction what should i do ah but what is the previous verse saying what is the previous verse saying previous saying is saying yoga yukto vishuddhatma vijitatma jitendriya that divine qualities will come into you only when you have these blinders please understand the very first thing is you control your senses and the mind only then you will actually understand that krishna will sanction all of you if not you will think that i am doing everything unless you control your mind and the senses you will never think that krishna is doing all my activities no it is not possible because your material sense objects and enjoyment will make you feel that i am the enjoyer i am the doer so where is the question of being aloof right so that is why it's very clear here if you want to become aloof from all these things you have to become a devotee a very nice devotee iti dharayan krishna thing vartanta iti dharayan this like you cannot separate krishna with anything or from anything or anybody 
just like this is a cloth right this is a cotton cloth now this is made up of cotton but do you see cotton here no actually there are cotton threads which are viewed now cotton is everywhere you don't see the actual cotton but cotton is spread across completely in the form of threads right so similarly when you see this whole material world everything that is existing in this universe you don't see krishna in the direct form but krishna is present everywhere just like this cloth just like cotton is present everywhere in this cloth of course this is not cotton this is jute but all this material this cotton material is spread across you don't see the actual jute or cotton similarly krishna is present everywhere you should know that krishna is the doer of everything iti dharayan vartanta iti dharayan a person divine person knows this very clearly right just like there was this uh, small pastime this story of a boy a student who was told by his guru that you know i give you this particular uh, uh, this banana and you have to go and eat it in a place where nobody sees so all the students went and then uh, they found some place where nobody was seeing them and then he ate and he came back uh, everybody came back but there was this one particular student uh, who came back with the uh, this uh, banana Uh, along with him and the guru asked what happened why didn't you eat didn't you find this any place uh, where there was nobody then this particular student says no no actually wherever i went uh, i could see this lord and the presence of lord was felt everywhere so i uh, there was no such place where i could find something so you see this is the quality of a divine personality he sees the lord everywhere so this is what we have to understand so Uh, you see you hear you listen everything is possible everything is done only by the sanction of the lord so let us cover one more nice shloka today it's very interesting shloka number 10 so we will vina uh, mata ji can unmute and we will chant the shloka number 10 since vinod ji is on youtube so we can chant the shloka number 10 So, Madhuri, this uh, is visible to you? Yes, sir. Yes. Brahmanya dhaya karmani. Brahmanya ad karmani. Sangam tekva karoti yaha. Sangam tekva karoti yaha. Lipyate na sapape na. ब्रह्मण्याधा कर्मण्याधा त्यक्वा करोति य जनरली so you see the lotus is so beautiful and it is just standing on that 
stem that little stem is actually supporting this lotus and then the leaf of that although it is touching the dirty water it is still aloof it is not dirtying itself actually the lotus leaf is waterproof i heard that there are some scientists who are actually trying to imitate this they are trying to make some glass material for the facade you know many buildings have the glass facades so for the glass facades so they are trying to uh, do some research and develop a glass which is waterproof or which will uh, reject water so when the water falls on it so the water will just slip away and it will not create any stain so this is what they are trying to do this idea came from looking at the lotus is what the idea so krishna is saying here padma patra mimamsa so we have to become free from all the fruits of action that is possible only when we get detached from the fruits so let's understand this you know what happens is whenever you perform any action jab bhi hum kuch karm karte hai whenever we want to do some action what happens is we are mentally very attached to that work we are mentally very attached to that particular activity because there is an expectation of result and there is uh, so many other things that you get attached to maybe you just like the work so mentally we are very attached to the work and then we perform the work and whatever the result it will give you dukha or sukha so we are very mentally attached but instead krishna is saying instead of becoming mentally attached to the work you work in such a way that you have no attachment of the result you do the work as a matter of duty without any mental attachments so that becomes a source of liberation for us so many times for parents especially you have to do your duty of instructing of correcting the uh, children and many other things that you are supposed to do but that has to be done with detachment you have to do as a matter of duty but without attachment attachment means bondage so what krishna is saying here is if we can also do some activities all the activities in a way which will not bind us how is it possible so there is a very nice story so there was this one king a very powerful king and this king was ruling the kingdom very nicely with so much of prosperity and uh, he was quite uh, active in doing things so this king was very nicely flourishing and in fact everybody in his kingdom was also flourishing and uh, uh, he had all the materialistic uh, opulence and he was enjoying all the materialistic opulences and everything that he did was like suyantritah everything was like pakka on date and on time so he was quite well organized and everybody in the kingdom was appreciating this king oh what a wonderful king they used to call him as a karma yogi because he was doing things so perfectly so one of his friend the king's friend he was little bewildered and he was thinking that how is this king able to do all this materialistic things and still be very happy because this king while managing such a big kingdom he could nicely sleep in the night without any disturbance he was enjoying with his family and children and wives and everything and no tension no problems at all 
So this friend was little bewildered. He wanted to know and understand that how can this king with so much of responsibility still sleep so peacefully? So he went to this king and asked, uh, I have a question for you. Please tell me, how is that you are able to actually be so peaceful while conducting this whole material affairs of your kingdom? So the king said, okay, I will explain to you, but I have something to show you before. I actually tell you. So he said, what? Tell me. So the king says, before I explain to you, do one thing. You go to each and every corner of my palace and you have to see each and every corner of my palace and come back. But when you're going, take this lamp, this oil lamp. So he gives him a dia and tells him, you have to ensure that the oil does not spill even a drop. And you have to go and actually see all the corners of my palace and come back and tell me what you saw. So this particular friend who heard it now twice from his friend, this king, that he has to actually take care of this oil without actually spilling it and then look at the whole palace. So he took it and he started going everywhere. And then finally when the friend returned back, the king asked, oh, what did you see in my palace? And then this friend said that actually I saw everything, but at the same time I did not see anything. Now the king asked, what do you mean that you saw everything and still you didn't see anything? So he said that, you know, actually I went to all the different corners of the palace, but most of my consciousness, my focus was on this lamp because you told me not to spill. Actually, I went across, but actually my full focus was on this particular lamp, this dia, so that I don't spill it because you told me not to spill it. So now, just like that, so king said, this is exactly how I conduct my material affairs. Now material affairs, he said that I actually as a king pass orders, I meet people, I give orders and uh, conduct festivals, I play with my children and wife and relatives, I do all these different activities. Actually I am doing all these activities but I am not doing all these activities. Just like you saw everything in my palace, still you did not see the palace because you were focused on the dia. Similarly, I am doing a lot of things, but still I am not doing anything because my focus is on the internal light, that spirit soul, that Padmatma. So because I am completely absorbed in thinking of the Lord within my heart, although I am conducting all these things, I am aloof. So the king is expert in doing his duty, but he is doing it without attachment. So this is Padma Patram Ivam Bhasa. You are in this material world conducting all the different activities, but a devotee is such a person, although connected with this material world, you will be aloof. You will not get dirtied by this material existence. So Krishna is actually promising here that if you become divine, if you start taking his name, if you become his devotee, then I will ensure that the Papa will not stick to you. You will not become uh, attached to any of this work and all the sinful activities will not stick to your consciousness. That is Krishna's promise. See, such a concern Krishna has. He is a very loving Lord. He is a person. So he is saying that you can actually become free from Papa. See, Krishna is giving this hint here. This is a secret actually. Padma Patram Vivam Hasa, you can become that. 
Even in this material world, we can become spiritual. This is what Krishna is saying. You don't have to go to the spiritual world to become spiritual. You are spiritual here also. It's just that you have to become Padma Patram Ivam Bhasa. You have to be focused on your duties without attachment. So, see, these are all very beautiful things. I know it takes time to internalize these things, this philosophical concepts and principles. But just imagine if today, in the whole session, I want to, my takeaway from this session is, I will try to become Padma Patram Ivambhasa. <laughs> at least to some extent, for the next one week at least, I would like to become Padma Patram Ivambhasa. I will try to become detached from all the fruitive results of the actions that I am going to perform. Let's see if I can do that. So what is your takeaway by the way? Today we end the session. Before that, if you have some points that you want to share, you can please share even on YouTube as well as here on StreamYard. If you have any questions, please feel free to ask questions. But if you have any takeaway points, please let me know. Each one of you can tell me what is your takeaway point from today's session. Yes, Uma Kumar. Yes, actually it is true. In the traditional system of our Vedic culture, the sannyasis will not fly, they will not actually cross this ocean and go. Essentials. So please understand. It was completely out of his compassion. Otherwise, Prabhupada was very, very happy in Vrindavan. At the age of 70, he could have just lived in Radha temple and he could have nicely done his writing work. But no, he actually left this Vrindavan, such a beautiful place, Vrindavan. And then he goes to the Western world and then meeting all these foreigners who had no idea about Krishna, he made them great devotees of Krishna. It's only because of compassion. It's only because of compassion. Otherwise, traditional sannyasis, they cannot travel outside of India. They cannot travel by air. Even now, there are many uh, sannyasis from the Vaishnava Sampradayas as well as from the uh, Advaita background. You know, the Mayavadi sannyasis also, they do not actually take up all these luxuries because traveling, traveling through air, it's a kind of luxury they feel. So, sannyasis are supposed to be away from luxuries. But Prabhupada said nothing doing. Prabhupada said Yukta Vairagya. Yukta Vairagya means all that beautiful things and every good thing, technology or anything can be used in the service of the Lord. This is Yukta Vairagya. Right now, I'm using the laptop, I'm using the internet. No, it is not that I give up everything. Instead, this is actually coming from Krishna because Krishna has given this particular knowledge of technology and everything to a certain person and it is all being made available to us. So why not use it back in the service of Krishna? This is called Yukta Vairagya. Using everything, technology, our intelligence, our body in the service of Krishna. Right? That is what Prabhupada has taught us. Prabhupada has given us this. That anything you see good, you have to utilize it in Krishna. Service. Hare Krishna. Yes, Krishna. So what else, what other takeaway points do you have? We need to control senses. And the mind Guruji, that is the main thing. If we one, one who controls senses and mind can achieve anything, Guruji, in my point of view. No, it is definitely from the point of view of Bhagavad Gita. That's exactly what uh, the verse number uh, uh, 8 and 9 said, right? The, even the verse number 7 yes. said that you have to control. 
without the control of the mind and senses there is no question of spiritual life those blinders have to be there without those blinders of mind control and sense control we will fall back our we will not get enthusiasm in spiritual life so enthusiasm comes when you take that sense control otherwise it's difficult good point very nice take away so sense control and mind control is uma kumar sense uh, today's uh, Uh, take away. What others? Vinodji is saying. So he is saying that my take away from today's session is that in all conditions, keep your focus on Krishna. Absolutely, very nice. So no matter what happens, so in every circumstances, if we can keep our focus on Krishna, that's an amazing thing, ultimate thing. Just like that uh, king who was, although doing a lot of things, he was only focusing on Krishna. The Padmatma Vidya. so the best way to always focus on krishna is by chanting the holy names by chanting the hare krishna mahamantra while driving while doing other things you will see that constantly you will remember krishna so that's a very good thing that you can do that's an amazing thing so thank you so much vinod ji so let's see if there is anything from uh, देव और हिना माता जी से माई टेक अवे कर्म करो पद की चिंता मत करो डू योर बेस्ट लीव द रेस्ट गुड क्वाइट राइमिंग वर्ड यू हैव यूज सो वॉट वी हैव हर्ड सिंस चाइल्डहुड बट प्रॉबली कॉम्प्रीहेंडिंग नाउ लिटल बाई लिटिल हरे कृष्णा एग्जैक्टली मेनी टाइम्स फ्रॉम द चाइल्डहुड वी हैव सीड दैट कर्मी कर्म की फल कर्म करो बट फल की इच्छा मत करो यू नो दैट वेरी फेमस वर्ड वी हैव कवर्ड कर्मण्य वाधिकार से न फलेशु कदाच न राइट भगवदगीता वी हैव स्टडीड दैट so this is the the science if you can do your duty without the uh, attachment for results then you will be very happy so that's a good point so we need to uh, focus on that more and more so i will also like i told you this particular week pat padma patram evam vasad that is my take away do lot of duty lot of activities but not get dirtied by the material consciousness so let's try to do that so so this is uh, the few things that we have discussed today and uh, in the next session we will continue and i think uh, the next sunday because it's the first sunday we will try to have a session on practical spirituality so i will let you know the topic and uh, we will schedule it for next sunday since it is first yes you must come फ्यूचर so we are going to discuss it again but we will have a session on practical spirituality so until then all of you please take care hare krishna hare krishna